Hello and welcome to Freedom Through Truth, a broadcast outreach of Ministries of Wayne Weaver, bringing the freedom of God through the truth of God's Word. Let's tune in to today's message. I still do. To this day, if I see a snake, I run. I don't like him. Moses didn't like him either. But he, he saw this stick turn into a rod, or in a branch, turn into a rod. And God told him, take a hold of it again. Okay, so the head's turned this way, and the tail's turned this way. So where do you and I go if we want to get, we got to kill the snake? We just think we got to kill that thing. I got to kill it. So we want to go for the head, right? Because if you go for the tail, it can whip back and it can bite you. So we would like to go and, and hit the head. He went and he got a hold of the tail, now it turned into a rod again. You see... This is where it works in our life. We do not take a hold of the head because it bites us. Remember, there was another serpent that was in the Garden of Eden. And that serpent spoke not through the tail, but through the head. And it deceived the woman and a man. But Moses had a hold of the tail of this snake. And if I understand anything about a snake... If I take it and take a hold of the tail, I keep it out there because I'm afraid it's going to bite me. But when he had it by the tail, he could be a friend to it because it wasn't a snake anymore. That rod speaks about something a lot more volume that has a lot more volume than I'm able to tell you in a short message. I've preached on a message on the rod some years ago. And I think it would be worth recalling it. But what is the rod of our life? I believe it has to do with authority. It has to do with certain authority that God has given you, or certain calling that God has given you. And you can misdirect that calling by taking a hold of the head. And what it will do is it will bite you and it will bite other people. But if you walk by it in the most humble way, and that is get a hold of the tail of that rod or that serpent, it becomes a stick and it becomes a walking stick. And you can walk with and it'll assist you and it will help you in times of need. It will even defend you in times when maybe something is coming after you and you can chase a dog with it. You can hit a dog with it if it wants to bite you. There's a lot of things that a rod can do. But you have to have your hand placement in the right area or it will bite you. Most of us, if I can just say it this way and we'll go on. Most of us, we want to go to the head. We want to take a hold of that head and make sure that head doesn't live. Because we're, a, we're scared of the head. Moses had a hold of the tail. And when he walked through the wilderness for 40 years, where was he? He had a hold of the tail. And in that he could lead. But if he dropped that, it would turn into a serpent and, and he was afraid of it. Now, I'll have to just leave it there, but we'll go to another incident. Then he said like this, he said, now... See, you've got to remember that we are Ephraimites by nature. We're half-breeds. We're, we're lost. We shouldn't be children of God. We live in the mercy that has been given to us, that has been granted to us. And so we're Ephraimites, and within us there's a lot of wrong. That's just the way we are when we become born again. There's everything is wrong with us. So what happens here is then God says like this. Now I want you to do one more thing. I'll read it and then I'll explain it. 
In Exodus chapter 4, verse 6, it says, And the Lord said furthermore unto him, Put now thine hand into thy bosom. And he put his hand into his bosom, and when he took it out, behold, his hand was leprous as snow. And he said, Put thine hand into thy bosom again. And he put his hand into his bosom, and again plucked it out of the bosom. Behold, it turned again as other flesh. Basically, this is what he did. He said, Moses, okay, you saw this thing with the snake. Now I want you to take your hand and put it in next to your heart. And he did, and he brought it out, and it had leprosy. And leprosy is a feared thing, because when you have leprosy, you'll be isolated. You can't have company. You can't have anybody close to you. If you were a wife, your husband could not give you a hug. You could not even sleep together. If you were a husband, the wife couldn't even have you in the same room, because you would have gotten the same sickness. Because this is what leprosy does. It affects other people. It affects the one next to you. And so what happens, it goes into a several house. They dwell together in a several house, and that means everybody in the several house where there are several people, not a lot. And they live in there together because they all have the same sickness and they all have the same uh, disease. There's a saying that we say in modern America, birds of a feather flock together. That is the case with, with people that have leprosy. When they have leprosy or sin in their life, somehow they befriend those that also have sin in their life. They become good friends with sinners. And they shy away from those that are not. This is what happens with a leper. Well, what Moses saw, he put his hand in and he, he saw this. He saw the stick that he had, the rod that he had, the branch that he is. That was a serpent. And now the hand is lepers. And he would have had to conclude there's nothing good about me. Only the mercy of God. And God said, put it back in your heart again, in your bosom. Bring it back out. And it was okay. I take that as within me, I have the continual option to have leprosy. I do not believe there's one person here that is exempt from the possibility of having leprosy. It is the natural man, it is my natural being that will bring on these diseases in my life if I will do my thing. If I will, I will, I will, I will. Like Lucifer did. I will do this, you ain't telling me different. I will do this, stop talking to me about it. I will. You know what? I will, I will, I will, I will, I will. Within, and where was it? It was in the bosom. It was here close to the heart where you can have the hand of leprosy or a clean hand. And it happens right in this area. He didn't say put it down on your leg. He didn't say put it on your head. He said put it in your bosom, which is right at your heart. Put the hand to your heart. What does it look like? And I would like to ask you this morning a solemn question. Take your hand and literally, in the name of Jesus, put it to your heart and bring it out. What does it look like? If you could grab everything that is in your heart right now and pull it out, what would it look like? Would it be lepers? Or would it be clean and white, washed in the blood of Jesus, doing the will of the Father? You and I always, through all time, especially in this last time, we will always have that option. 
within you. You never look down on a person that makes a mistake, that has a problem, that has a, an issue in life. You never look down on them because out of that same place, you can get it. It happens right next to your heart. This is why I thought this such a vital beginning when I said what Steve said last Sunday. He said, there are some things you can never give your heart to. That alone belongs to God. Even though we can enjoy doing certain things, you can't give your heart to it. If you do, you're going to get, and what you'll have, you'll have leprosy. And the next thing you'll do is you start judging people and you'll judge them and your judgment is wrong. You lose your sensitivity. You walk in deliberate disobedience before God and you don't know the difference. Many years ago, this was actually the sin that brought me to Christ. Many years ago, I fell into some very deep sin. 40 years ago, it was probably a good 40 years ago, when I was living for my own self, and I had this ach ich will in my life, and I fell into deep sin, and I remember when I walked away from the incident, I thought to myself, huh, I even wonder if there is anything wrong with this sin. I didn't feel it. And it was a mystery to me until God revealed it to me why this all terrible sin did not look sinful. It was because I had leprosy. And when you had leprosy, I could have had it two years already. I saw this that it doesn't, you know, leprosy makes sin look quite pleasant. You can have leprosy and you can be living in dramatics, in the dramatics of sin, and it doesn't bother you. You can justify it because you have leprosy. Ich will. I will. I will. I will not take that. I will do this. You ain't telling me different. I will do this. I will do that. The power of I will is huge. It is extremely evil because it comes from the fountain of your failure. It doesn't come from God. We're here to do the will of God. I delight to do the will of God. Amen? If the singers would come, I'm almost finished. <coughs> Excuse me. What happens here with Uzziah? Let's look at... Let me see if I read this, finish this reading. In the Exodus, let me see here. Let me know. Yes. Let's look at another king, King Uzziah. I remember I preached a message not long ago, the death of a king. In Second Chronicles chapter 26, verse 16, when, when he was strong, his heart was lifted up to his destruction. It almost seems the same failure as what Lucifer had. You see, some of you might be sitting here and you might not have the same struggle that I do. And you would have, if you have, if you have um, uh, leprosy in your heart, you might say to me, huh, I don't have that problem. Why in the world does he have that problem? When you have leprosy, you have another problem that is even much bigger. Do you hear me? 
I wonder if God is looking what color white the hand is. Is it covered with the robe of righteousness or is it covered with leprosy? You can add a thousand sins, but when it comes down to it, which white is the one that's on your hand? Is it the one that is lepers? Is it the one that comes from the righteousness of God? You might have not have the same sin problem that I did. You might have never failed in a great big gross sin. And you might tend to look down upon somebody that does and spread the word quickly when it happens. But your hand might be white with a different color white than the hand that has just been cleansed. Do you hear me? The son of perdition must be revealed. In whatever shape he comes, in whatever form he appears, he must be revealed. He must come to the surface. And I believe that to be the blessing of God. Let's look on here. Second Chronicles 26, 16. When he was strong, his heart was lifted up to his destruction, for he transgressed against the Lord his God and went into the temple of the Lord to burn incense upon the altar of incense. And Azariah the priest went in after him and with him fourscore priests of the Lord, and were valent, they were valiant men. And they withstood Uzziah the king, and said unto him, It pertaineth not unto thee, Uzziah, to burn incense unto the Lord, but to the priests, the son of Aaron, and that are consecrated to burn incense. Go out of the sanctuary, for thou hast trespassed, trespass, trespass, neither shall it be for thine honor from the Lord God. And Uzziah was wroth, and had a censer in his hand, to burn incense, and while he was wroth with the priest, the leprosy even rose up to his forehead before the priest in the house of the Lord from before the incense altar. Now, I think I have mentioned some of this before, and I might have had my story slightly mixed up here. I will have to confess to you today that most of you would not be in church if you would feel like I Thank you for listening to today's program. We hope you were blessed. This program is made possible by the generous donations of our listeners. Check out our website and get our weekly word e-letter by signing up at www.ministriesofwayneweaver.com. Until next time, God bless.